Welcome back to the Human Jitsu Podcast. Today, this is sort of a special episode because I'm trying something new. I'm trying a sort of riffing style episode where I'm just myself talking about a certain topic. This totally isn't aping any other sort of podcast, and I don't really appreciate the accusation. <laughs> With that out of the way, we're going to talk about jerk jitsu. Not jujitsu, jerk jitsu. Now, what is jerk jitsu? I know the name. I know the name implies what it is, but I at least got to... I got to at least make an attempt to inform people on what this is. So jerk jitsu is the use of jerk or dick moves in training, e.g. neck cranks, heel hooks in the gi, sort of jaw locks or face cranks, slamming someone, putting forearm on their neck when you have them in the clothes guard, or just rolling super fucking hard for like no conceivable reason. I'd consider that jerk jitsu. So I'm going to tell you guys some of the tales of the jerk jitsu I've experienced and one time, very special bit at the end of the episode, where the jerk was me. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, uh, believe it or not, even though the whole facade is, oh, I'm so chill, bloody, bloody, blah. There was one time, one time of notes, when I was the jerk. Oh, God. I actually had to think long and hard. <laughs> I had to think long and hard about that one, because I was thinking about this topic. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did that one time. That was, uh, that was, that was real shitty. So, guys... I'm getting to the first first sort of story, the first sort of um, bit of jerk jitsu jerk jitsuness that uh, comes to mind when I uh, went to other. I went to our gym one time, so I was like, <laughs> even when I don't have guests on, I get indigestion. I should really stop recording them immediately after these episodes immediately after I eat, but I'll never learn. One time I went to another gym. This is when I was still a white belt. I think I had just gotten my fourth stripe, and I was in the area of this other gym one time. So I decided to go training. I knew a few people there. So I was like, okay, why not? So training was grand. They did the warm-up. They did the technique. There wasn't like a lot of mat space and there was a lot of people. So they were very heavy on their specific sparring. So they were doing the sort of king in the mat style where you'd pass butterfly guard or sweep them, sweep or submit. We all know the score. So I'd pass this one guy's guard or submitted him or however, then I was down, and this one guy, this scrawny little spindly dude, came over, and it was his turn. It was all nogi. It was nogi nights, and he said to me, "Oh man, it's uh, it's my first night in, the, in these classes." I'm like, "Okay, dude." So you know, that's obviously code for, "Can you take it easy on me?" Because you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, because this guy was like really, really, really skinny, and I was not really, really skinny. So we slap and bump, and immediately after. The slap and bump commences, snap down, latches on the fucking tightest guillotine you've ever seen, high elbows, and he's hipping into me, uh, all in the span of a second. I'm like, this fucking cheeky bastard. I'm like, like, just the fucking nerve of that, slapping on shit straight away, saying it's your first day to fucking get the fucking one-upmanship on someone so they, they take it easy on you. So, as you can imagine, I wasn't very happy. So, man, I nearly... I was very, it was just pure stubbornness, stubbornness that I survived this guillotine. I escape it. I sort of flip him around and I get on, I'm about to get on top of him, about to drive neon belly into him and smash this dude because I, I wasn't happy. And you know what he does? It's the icing on top of this shit Sunday. He goes, ah, oh, ah, oh, my knee, ah, my knee. I, I think I popped my knee, ah. I'm not exaggerating. This is how he was. He was like super calm about that. I'm like, really and i was like okay why don't you um 
fuck off the mat then. Because like, a bit of background, about a month before this, I had seen someone getting their knee popped in a competition. And they were a purple belt and they got their knee popped. This dude was like, obviously not. And he was not calm about it at all. He was screaming and fucking in, in agony. So I know if someone pops their knee, they're not going to be super calm about that. That guy was just being a bitch. So that was the first notable bit of jerk jitsu I experienced. So the second instance of jerk jitsu. Yeah, I'm still calling it that. I don't care. We all have one of those guys at the gym. You know, those guys, air quotes. Now at our gym, our particular one of those guys was this fucking MMA head, proper belted dude with a fucking, I'm not going to mince words. He had a shitty fucking attitude. He'd come in, he'd always be a fucking arsehole to everyone. Be a fucking douchebag, in particular to me. Don't know what the fuck I did to warrant that, but whatever. And he tried to submit people with neon belly just by driving it into them and trying to make them wince. I'm like, okay, you can see where this is going. So here we are. Picture this. There's a seven-minute round. Seven-minute round. And this motherfucker, for a good six of them, has me in the neon belly. Now, I kept escaping. He just kept latching it back on. Now, man, if you can't keep neon belly, isn't that a good fucking sign to go to side control or go to somewhere else as opposed to just trying to keep it? Like, fair enough if it's the last minute in the competition and you want to keep neon belly, but come on, dude. Come on. You know. So, to alleviate me being neon bellied, I thought I'd be like, okay, if he tries to armbar me, I can I can escape it because my armbar escapes were, they were okay. I was confident that if he tried to armbar me, I could escape it. So I done what anyone would do. I left my arm dangling right there, right up next to his hip, wouldn't it? So close that it would be the easiest thing in the world for him to latch the leg over and armbar me. You know, you'd think uh, you'd think he'd take advantage. He did not, and he he elected to keep neon bellying me for. The guts of six minutes, I'd only get a brief respite when I'd push it off and shrimp and try and get the half guard. And he'd just dive through me and drive it in again. So I finally managed to escape and get a good position with one minute left on the fucking timer. I managed to get to half guard. And then I get to single leg X. And with about 20 seconds on the clock, I managed to get him into a leg lock, straight ankle lock position. And uh, sweep him and get right there for the leg lock. Now keep in mind, one other thing about this guy that I, I forgot to mention. He he was a walking injury. This dude, like he's very inconsistent. He'd be in like once a week for a month. He was, he was like a walking injury. It's amazing that he's still fucking floating around. But the thing was, his hands, his feet, his elbows, his knees were constantly taped. He'd show up early and he'd miss warm-ups. Fucking taping his hands, taping his hands, taping his wrists, taping his fingers, taping his toes, taping his ankles, taping every fucking part of his body. He looked like a mummy. It's not even funny. Uh, so one of the, so the ankle I was about to lock was one of his, the ankles that he fucking taped up. And I was thinking, you had me in Neon Bali for six minutes. I don't give a single shit if this ankle is bad. So there was about 20 seconds left on the timer. I start ripping this fucking ankle lock and ripping it and ripping it and ripping it. He's escaping. He's pushing his foot off. I put my foot back in, back on his hip. I start ripping it again, ripping it and adjusting and ripping and adjusting and ripping. And I can hear him grunting going, 
you know, wincing in agony. Oh, it was glorious. I tell you, I don't even care that I didn't submit him just to cause him that fucking aggro and then the little bit of limpage afterwards. That's all, all I needed in the world. Nothing better than when you give some prick his comeuppance. Huh. Haven't seen him since. Well, coincidentally, he's he's in his one of his fucking uh, what's it um, hiatuses for now. Hate people like that. Jiu-Jitsu tale number three. I've titled this little tale the cranky brown belt chick. You'll see why soon. So, as you know, I like to go to other gyms the whole time. I want to see what the deal is. I know a bunch of people from a bunch of gyms. You know, I like I like being friendly. I like rolling with people I know. You know, who doesn't? So my first excursion this year, I went to went to this one gym because I had a seminar at another one. I had never been to this gym before. So I just thought I'd get there early, have a detour, go do two gyms in the one day because why not? You know, I had plenty of time to like, I'd have like a five hour period to relax in between. So it's not like I'm going to get hurt or anything or injured or overtrained. It's not a big, you know, it's not a big deal. So I go to this one gym, it's Nogi, it's in an after, in, on, in the afternoon, so medium-sized medium class, nothing big, nothing, not too big, not too small. So they, it was just all sparring, all Nogi, grand, you can't really tell what fucking rank anyone is because no one's wearing rank stuff, and neither am I to be fair, so I can't really judge, uh, you know, so... I was rolling away, I was rolling, I was grappling, I was grappling, I was rolling, I was doing some jiu-jitsu people, as you do. And uh, the last round was with this one chick. And, uh, you know, uh, I tapped her. I didn't think much of it. And then, you know, I uh, tapped her again. Then, you know, I tapped her again. You know, I wasn't like being a dick or anything or rolling super hard. And no, I just saw opportunities for to submit her. And I took them, you know. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like if if you obviously if you're being a dickhead and trying to submit someone like a million times in a round, then you know that's one thing. But like if you're just going with the flow and you see the opportunities, there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever. D- d- sidebar over. <laughs> so every time I tap tap this chick, I would see she's getting visibly more angry with her. With cause I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is your problem? Like why are you getting so upset? I'm thinking this, and man. It reached a boiling point because she pulled into like a half guard. She went into a deep half scenario and she come, came up to do like a waiter sweep sort of thing. I'm not good at deep half, so I could be saying the wrong sweep. But anyway, I was able to connect my feet with her head, her leg and her arm into configuration. So it was like a triangle, if people know what I mean. But, you know, I get her with the Kimura from there. And that was the that was the last straw because I could see in her fucking eyes she was rolling with bloody murder after that. I was like, this chick's a fucking psycho. What the hell is wrong with her? And, you know, I was playing guard and she grabs my fucking foot. She grabs my toes. She cracks all my fucking toes and bends them in a weird direction. It slaps on the figure four configuration and puts me into a fucking toehold. I'm like, oh, so we're doing this now. Okay. So I fucking, I escaped the toeholds. I'm like, okay, this bitch has got to pay. <laughs> so I pass her guard, put her into north-south, and I hit her with the fucking meanest Kimura you've ever seen. And she taps, and that was near the end of the round. And I'm going to tell you why I call her the cranky brown belt, because I went to that gym again. See, I'd forgotten all about this. I 
you know, I remembered a bit of it. I was like, eh, whatever. But there was there was a lot of chicks at that gym, so I didn't know who was this chick. I ended up drilling with her when I went there again. I didn't remember it was her. And we were doing guillotines that night, and she kept cranking my fucking neck deliberately. And I said to her, will you stop cranking my neck? You're cranking my neck a lot. Can you stop cranking it, please? And she just kept insisting on guillotine cranking me. I'm like, okay, just you wait till fucking rolling, you fucking bitch. And, uh, you know, what happened, happened. (laughs) I I was thinking long and hard for a while about instances where I was the jerk in these sort of jerk jitsu stories. And, like, uh, I only really thought of only really one came to mind, really. See, I was still a new white belt. I've been training about four or five months, six at the most. And uh, let's see, there was this girl. I was wrong with her, and I put her into an omoplata. And, like, uh, I'll admit, I didn't handle this well because I was, wasn't was great at finishing omoplatas. You know, I wasn't good at getting... I didn't know all the dynamic and shit yet. I didn't know all the dynamics. So I thought it'd be a great idea you know, I saw the wrist was there. I'm like, oh, well, well, that's how you finish it, right? Yeah, uh, you can see where this is going. So I just latch on a wrist lock and like uh, she taps. And then afterwards, she's like, says to me, you know, in a very uh, abrupt manner. is like, yeah, if you ever fucking wrist lock me again, I'll slap you in the fucking face. <laughs> that was the gist of it. But, you know. I learned that day that you can't fucking wrist lock a white belt. <laughs> yeah, see, another sort of jerk jitsu thing, you know, not necessarily um, illegal moves, scummy moves. It just holds a different thing. It's just attitude, really. If you're going into the gym with a fucking shitty attitude, or another way to look at it is uh, fucking when you're competing, you know, you want to compete with a good attitude. Because you don't want to be a fucking arsehole. Because, you know, if you're fucking fighting someone who's an asshole, you don't want to lose the asshole. You want to fucking, you want to fight way, way harder. Like, I'm so fucking glad I didn't lose to that asshole. That shit happened one time. I fought this one dude, and then I sort of got to know him a little bit after the fact. Like, I'd beaten him by a lot of points, by 14-0, if I think the number was correct. And I find out after the fact that he's an absolute prick. I'm like, whoa, I am so glad I fucking beat you. You're an asshole. <laughs> See, I think the way you conduct yourself is very important as well. You know, roll, you know, you can roll rough without being a prick, without being a jerk, without being an asshole. You know, have a good attitude and all that. You know, see, obviously... When the sort of, because with the whole social media thing, people want to get attention. They do that by like trash talking. I'm not, I'm not big into trash talking at all because you know, I don't want to sound like uh, unconfident because you know I don't want to say, oh man, I'm a fucking submit you with this, this and that, and then either I lose or I don't submit them with that. You know, I look like a fucking muppet. You know, I don't want to, don't want to write a check I can't cash. You know, I'll keep my fucking opinions to myself and I'll fucking beat someone however way or if I lose or lose that's grand you know see I treat all my opponents you know I don't go fucking saying trash talking saying fuck you fuck you I'm gonna whoop your ass or after the fact saying fuck you you only beat me because of this or you're a sandbagger or whatever the fuck I treat all my opponents like I might have a pint with them one day you know and I fucking did one time <laughs> I fought this one dude and I seen him at a 
fucking jujitsu camp thing in La Hinch, and I fucking we had a few pints together. It was good crack, and that's that sort of moment wouldn't have happened if I had like animosity towards him, or if we had a fucking fuck you, fuck you sort of relationship, you know. But gladly we didn't because you know we're not jerks, we're not assholes. What is it at the end of the day? It's a fucking contest among sportsmen, and you know that's just the way of it. You know, if people just conducted themselves that way, that'd be nice. I know that was a bit of a sidetrack or a bit of a stretch from the jerk jitsu sort of tangent. Since I've gone on a tangent, I'll leave it there. Guys, if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at Humanity Jitsu Podcast. Be sure to follow all the co-hosts and stuff as well. They'll be linked in the bio anyhow. If you want to support the podcast on Patreon, it's at patreon.com forward slash humanity jitsu have a nice day everyone Peace.